I'm a part-time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 155, featuring my guest Jeff Azar from the band Demi the Daredevil out of Austin, Texas. Uh, they describe their sound as kind of alt-pop slash emo, and uh, I would even say they have like a touch of theater in their sound for sure. Uh, they've been making music since around 2017 and have eclipsed about 4 million Spotify streams or so. Doing pretty well. Um, in our conversation, uh, we discussed all kinds of stuff. Uh, talked about our mutual interests in uh, certain authors, including the book Siddhartha. Uh, we talked about uh, some of the landmarks around Austin and some of the geography and places like that. Uh, talked about the band TX2. Talked about mental health and then uh, also tragic events that uh, led Jeff to end up taking the reins as the lead singer of Debbie the Daredevil. Uh, I feature the band's latest release called Withering Heights, so if you like that, definitely check it out online. Um, and then if you're in the Austin area tonight, uh, Demi actually has a show at the Empire Control Room and Garage, so uh, definitely look out for that. Um, they also have a couple more dates coming up, including one that we talked about in this episode called Sounds at the Farm, uh, which will be October 29th out in Missouri. Sounds like a festival-type deal with Weedus and uh, other bands. But uh, regardless, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting local music. Um, all definitely appreciate it. If this is your first time listening to the show. Definitely check us out on uh, Instagram, Facebook, any of that stuff. Feel free to drop a rating or a review or any of that stuff it always helps and then of course if you want to come on the show feel free to send me an email but uh yeah uh, hopefully yourself doing all right staying safe staying positive staying sane all that stuff um in personal news and notes i will be playing acoustic sunday out in frederick maryland at steinhardt brewing i believe about 2 to 5 p.m something like that uh, last two things i gotta mention is uh, part-time rockstar productions is up and running we're making music videos and shooting live footage, so if you need any of that, hit us up. And then uh, the sponsor of the show is Truly Strings Guitar Shop uh, out of the DMV, out of Laurel, Maryland. So if you need any work on guitars, definitely look out for Steven at Truly Strings on Instagram. But uh, without too much further ado, we'll get to the conversation with Jimmy the Daredevil. Podcast, just something I've been hosting out of uh, Baltimore for a little while. Um, my name is awesome. Brett. Hey, nice to meet you, man. Thanks for having me on. You, you definitely got the, you got a good uh, radio voice. I feel like I don't know if anyone's, yeah. I don't know if you've known that for a while, and that's why you decided to do podcasts. <laughs> I was told that maybe like once or twice by people, 
back in the day, but I didn't actually start thinking about doing a podcast till like, I don't know, I was playing in a band for a while, so. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I noticed that you were, so you, do you still play music? Are you still in a yeah. band? Yeah, not a uh, very uh, popular one by any means, but uh, I still play out all the time. Um, and, uh, you know, do the original thing and then also play like a lot of in cover bands too. Oh yeah. That's a good way to make money. I've learned. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, as opposed to the other way around, but, um, yeah, (laughs) but yeah, thanks for coming on the show and, and, uh, stopping in. I think, um, maybe your manager or someone reached out. So, uh, I saw you were from Austin, so I had to definitely hit you up kind of if for no other reason than that one <laughs> oh nice okay so yeah austin has a good um the music capital world identifier so that, that's that's good but if it helps then i'm all for it yeah i mean um i uh try to make a pilgrimage down there at least once a year like uh i've been fortunate that like one of my best friends lives there so it's pretty awesome to to come down for south by and, and get to play a little bit here and there and it's uh it's cool that's perfect. Yeah, you got it's so I'm learning starting to tour more and seeing how important it is to have those uh, connections when traveling makes it a lot easier than getting a motel yeah. or a hotel. A yeah. five-star hotel. Exactly. Hmm. This whole podcast thing is basically like a hack for finding Airbnbs if you oh. wanna, if you want to <laughs> think of your, your friends as that. Dude, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I have another yeah. musician friend that I toured with in the past, and he started a podcast. And it's just a whole. I mean, if you have the time and energy to do it as a musician, then it can only help. Yeah, you're making I, all these connections. I know. I it was great coming down to Austin uh, for last South by just because I probably talked to you know four or five different bands uh, from the area. So it's just like I don't know. It was cool. Um, nice. getting to meet up, meet up with everybody. It's like getting friends built in in different cities, even yeah. without having having actually been there. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, it's smart. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Um, I guess uh, you've been at this uh, a little while. I mean, uh, reading the bio mm-hmm. of your band, uh, you weren't even uh, the front man off the get go. Is that uh, is that right? Yep, that's right. I was just uh, started as the drummer and behind the scenes, and uh, yeah, the singer. It, it was you know I started off with uh, it being like uh, you know metal uh, meets uh, film scores, and so I, yeah. I guess it was it was a little bit of there was punk, definitely alternative rock and punk in there already. Um, maybe a little bit proggy and um, stuff like that, and then um, yeah, and then uh, over time I just started learning a little bit at a time, like lyrics and. Uh, singing and then starting to write the song so it was a very slow evolution for me I'm definitely a late bloomer yeah I mean that's cool I mean uh, I guess it does say uh, there's a bit of tragedy involved in the the switch over um, I don't know yeah. sorry to hear yeah. about that <laughs> no, it's a, I, I know I'm so, it's funny we just like laugh at like tragedy or just like there's it's very tied to comedy but uh i yeah, yeah i uh yeah 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 this uh the, i i still i kept the name for the singer to to keep him in memory and uh it was uh you know he passed from uh, some bacterial meningitis kind of like just a very wow. weird accident that i'm not we're not no one is really sure where he got it from um yeah. but uh 
yeah, it was it was real it was real hard at, at first. I I definitely just stopped music altogether at that time and uh, just uh, went back to school and got my degree. And then I was just like, oh, I can't go without music. Like it's just yeah. it's one of those things where you just end up going into despair if you don't keep doing what yeah. you love. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. The uh, the balance of having having the creative outlet. So definitely good. It's right. Um, yeah, very needed. Was uh, Demi his real name, or is that like a stage moniker that like maybe came up? Yeah, it was just uh, it wasn't his name. He it was uh, like, I think he got he he came up with that name, and it was just fr- come from uh, Demi God, like ha- half man, yeah. half God, or half woman, half God. So uh, yeah, he just came up with that, and so I guess the I I think it's really unique. And um, if I could go back, I would probably shorten it to Demi Dare, Demi Daredevil or Demi yeah. the Devil. One one less syllable that would have been nice because it's always hard. Yeah. Whenever I'm telling people the name, they're just like, "Wait, say it again." So I say it real slow. But um, I just kept it, and I think it's it's unique. And I'm, you know, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and when did the band kind of first form? We um we formed when I was in high school, and uh, I think they were seniors, and I was a sophomore in high school. So it was a long time ago, and I met them through somebody who was going to be the singer, and uh, yeah. and then I just ended up playing drums, and that guitarist ended up singing. So yeah, it was a, a very long yeah in high school. Gotcha. Yeah, it's definitely been around a little bit. Um, yep. You seem like you may have a little bit of a penchant for theater. Is that uh, just oh uh, yeah a bad guess or? <laughs> I'm curious. Do you when you when you say that? Do you hear it in the vocals, uh, or is it is do do you hear that like coming from the music? Yeah, I think so. I mean, okay, okay, definitely from the uh, the PR as well. But okay, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah right. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, yeah, I was. I'm just. I, I think it, there is something to the music that makes um, people think of theatrics and uh, and I, I used to. I mean, I think when I first was when I uh you know when it was in college and then started working with my brother that was what i thought of like oh theater rock or like the mixing like voices yeah. uh but i don't do that as much anymore uh like where i'm acting out characters literally not singing you know and so um i'm just always curious i'm like what what is coming out through there but i think yeah a lot of people say it's through my voice where uh yeah. it sounds like and some people say, you know, so I think I think it, that if that's what it's from, the, a lot of it's a voice, and I, I definitely have like bells and strings and stuff, so it sounds or- orchestra like. Uh, but um, yeah, I think it's out of uh, me kind of compensating from recording vocals really tired, and uh, <laughs> and I just need to really <laughs> really yeah. emphasize what I'm saying, try anything I can. Yeah, sometimes you get maybe some of your best takes when you're when you're tired. It's more like a actual performance. But um, yeah, I like that. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you definitely had that like a little bit of Queen vibe or something. Maybe a little David Bowie. Like oh, just, nice. Uh, I I feel like you know it's definitely mixed in there. I don't know if overtly or not, but you know I sensed some of that. That's awesome. My my mom loved Queen and Bowie growing up, so I'm I'm sure it's instilled in me somehow. I still love them. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Who uh. Who are you kind of drawing on for inspiration from now, or like, who are the bands maybe too that you're um, touring with or playing with that kind of are in your genre? You feel like, um, yeah, like the the first part uh, that I guess I 
I'm drawing on um, right now the anything that sounds modern, like any anything yeah. that you know, whether it's the snare sound or um, maybe the way it's mixed or maybe the arrangement, like the minimalism. Uh, so certain things are like you know, keeping my finger on the pulse of what's happening now. And then um, I think in the past it was definitely I was drawing from um, both these two avenues one of them was um you know alternative uh kind of more raw uh yeah. raw um emo rock so like it was a lot of the used and my chem and um and uh green day and some of the punk blink and and um you know uh nice. fall Out boy and stuff and so yeah there, there was that and then and then i come from like my household was listening to a lot of soft uh 80s soft rock so it's and, and i like the strokes and the shins and stuff so i feel like that's I, I'm trying to, I have that, you know, trying to embody the raw sound, but then try to keep it a little bit subdued and pop um, and uh, not too abrasive. And so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I work, um, yeah, and I'm playing with some, um, going on tour with this band TX2 in November. And uh, he's more, definitely more rock, um, but yeah. he's, he's also definitely in the emo culture. And so that's, that's my, my, uh, a lot of mental health stuff. Yeah. Yeah, right on. It uh it definitely has a unique sound to it for sure. And uh definitely definitely got the modern modern feel. Nice. Um Yeah, I guess I mentioned too in your in your bio, I mean, besides just listening to uh songs that you know, like mental health and stuff is like a pretty prominent theme uh within the songs. Um, is that kinda true of most of the inspirations or kinda pulling from more than that? I mean, I, I don't know what exactly you want to talk about. For yeah that, but um uh, yeah yeah that's it's um i haven't quite made anything there's certain bands that will draw from fantasy uh without right. living it or or they're really good at empathizing with others and they know how to articulate others struggle um mm. and so there's definitely that avenue for me it's purely uh it's almost like survival i feel like the the for me writing lyrics is um it's a way out of my, um, you know, confusion, pain, uh, depression, um, like it, all the above, just any symptom you can think of. Like I have bipolar disorder. And so like everything is, uh, magnified, I guess the, 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 yeah. the highs and the lows. So I definitely just have always used lyrics to, uh, get more clarity on what, uh, I'm experiencing and kind of like throwing out a little, uh, lifeline for people to, um, you know somebody yeah. to hear it yeah 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 i think most people who write songs feel like it's uh you know like a form of therapy um, yeah yeah that's true even if it's through somebody yeah. else like it's like it's therapeutic yeah. to ar articulate something i guess exactly um personally i also kind of felt too like sometimes when you write a song that maybe um you don't actually fully uh understand it for at least a couple years absolutely oh yeah yeah for a couple of years that's interesting like, it could be a, a very or, long or time a period like, of time like goes by and you're kind of like now i kind of understand more why maybe you, we write like a certain line um at the time very good point yeah i'm um, i i just realized that recently it's just like the uh, stuff that's written like six years ago it's just like oh that's like now i gotta take i gotta take my own advice i'm finally understanding the advice i was trying to give <laughs> And living yeah. it. Um, do you find any anything else therapeutic uh, outside of music, or is music kind of just the main focus and 
and that's uh there yeah like, definitely nature and animals are always huge i yeah. you know like that's always healing uh, yeah so i so I, I took a lot of walks that's very nice and i got a cat uh wish i had a dog um <laughs> too <laughs> not not yeah. to replace the cat i love the cat and i wish i also had a dog and i see the birds and so yeah nature and uh animals and um um i like movies i like to, to read um yeah. and uh yeah pretty kind of introverted activities yeah it's cool i like to read a lot as well um oh nice all right what should we talk about Let's dive <laughs> into a good one <laughs> yeah what yeah. real quick what's your favorite yeah, do you have a favorite book that you ever read yeah it's a tough one um i i can say that like for instance sometimes i'll write a song about a book so like the first one I tried to do that was um, Ishmael by Daniel Quinn. Kind of about, like, a monkey in a cage. Definitely worth checking it out. It's a monkey that has telepathy, though. So, like, he kind of explains his worldview. And it's sort of like an old, uh, wise man sort of way. And um, it's a really simple book. It's not overly hard to read or anything. But it's one of those simple ones that has a lot of substance and yeah, it's full of wisdom and extremely hard to put down. It's like one of those ones you kind of read in like a day. Man, um, oh, I love that. Yeah, I was just I, I was recently. I love the the another book kind of like that, The Little Prince. And there was I yeah, just that's saw a really movie. good one. That's a good one. Yeah, so I just saw that yeah. movie again recently, and I'm like, man, this just has so much good wisdom in it. It's so it, simple. Yeah, if you like those type of books, another good one is uh, Siddhartha. It's, oh uh, yeah, well that's con- that's even more complicated. You mean Herman Hesse? That's my favorite author. Yeah. Oh nice. yeah. So oh yeah, yeah. You're all over that. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, in, in I should say I I've only kind of skimmed that one. Or not skimmed. I've like read you know chapters here and there of that book, and so it yeah. was really a Steppenwolf uh, and and Narcissus and Demian and Narcissus and Goldman, but Siddhartha is real uh, Zen uh, like exactly. heavy heavy into that one that side. Yeah. yeah. So, that's cool, man. That's cool. You know Siddhartha. I don't meet many people who know that. Yeah, I uh, I w- kind of wish I read as more or as much as I used to. Definitely slacking a little bit these days, but I've definitely gone through my fair share. But I don't know, man. It helps with the vocabulary. It helps with the spirit. It helps psychologically. Like it, yeah, uh, kind of broadens your knowledge base. All that stuff. So totally, man. Same boat. Um. But yeah, I mean, I guess going back to the nature thing too, Texas isn't the most like heavy on geography, but I do know like in Austin, you guys got like what, like Lake Travis, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've been out to Hamilton Pool too. Like, I don't know if you've heard of that. I have not. But no. It's like 45 minutes outside the city, but it's like these really old, um, I don't even know how to call it. It's almost like a pool that's in a cave, but not like a, not like a gnarly cave. Just, it's very uh, photogenic. Really? Um, so it's like uh, in um, like cenote. Would that be like the same? I know of those where it's like there's little like bodies of water. You can yeah, uh, maybe go well, like I'm, in caves and water. Are you swimming in in caves? You can. Um, although I think at the time there was you know like biohazard in the water or something. So <laughs> we uh, we didn't brave it. Someone dumping their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I who guess. knows? You know. All right. Well, that's cool. I'm gonna. I'll note that. Maybe I don't think I have been to that. It's been a lot of places I don't remember the name of, but yeah, Hamilton. Yeah, that's cool. 
But yeah, uh, I guess the latest release is the Martyr's Crown. Um, any story behind that particular tune? Um, yeah, that was um, kind of written in uh, having a falling out with my brother, and uh, yeah. so it was uh, it was a kind of like a family. Um, like I had to, I wanted to get over family baggage, tra- trauma, yeah. uh, like toxic behavior. So that's what that was. I just wanted to work through that. And I was super, so I was just like, I need to get rid of, you know, it's just always seems like in write and in lyrics, a lot of the time it's like, I want to get rid of some feeling. I want to overcome some feeling and pick it up and throw it down and not really dwell on it anymore so i was just kind of like running through the same exact groundhog day motions of these arguments with my family and my brother and so yeah so that's what that was and we're we're raised catholic um and so there was ended up being a lot of catholic imagery in that song and the rest of the ep and so uh so yeah yeah i was just trying to survive really be like hey I, i gotta like i can't um i can't you know ruin my my life and um, being loyal, you know, I, I can't be loyal if it's going to ruin my life. Like if I'm, if you're, you, you, yeah. you're always going to get that argument with these relationships that are not healthy. And if you're trying to leave that, the other person is always going to lash out at you and say, you're not loyal. You're selfish. You're da da da. And yeah. it just seems to always be the case uh, with those kinds of relationships. So, yeah. Yeah. I know the struggle for sure. And I've definitely, <laughs> made a few attempts at writing about some stuff like that but I don't know I feel like it's just a matter of getting older and wiser and you kind of just learn like what boundaries are healthy and which ones Boundary. maybe which ones maybe are excessive too I don't, I don't know there I think that there's a balance <laughs> for sure. oh, okay okay it, it got it so excessive excessive would be like shutting just people out completely isolating too much yeah yeah versus mm-hmm. like just knowing where the the line is, is yeah. something that I feel like is something like maybe we all have a different uh, different version of that, but it's something we all figure out for ourselves, maybe. Yeah, very good point. Yeah, it's uh, you don't want to be just totally. Uh, I guess it could be considered selfish to block everybody yeah. out and just tend to yourself all the time, but. Um, but the yeah, reverse of that is like you know. Yeah, you can get completely grinded down by <laughs> another person. So it's like, yeah, uh, I love that word. You're just getting grinded down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it can be exhausting. So it's like exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's cool, man. Um, it looked like on the agenda for you, you have uh, something out in Missouri, uh, maybe a festival. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that one is up and announced, and that's uh, Sounds on the Farm. And uh, I think Afro Man was going to play it. He's not anymore, I don't think, but Weedus okay. is playing it. And I noticed that Weedus' song was just going viral on TikTok. The, nice. um, it's a teenage dirtbag, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's cool that they're playing that. Um, So that's in October, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, did they just cover that then because wait or... oh is that not them is that not their original i don't know who's who's saying that originally i thought that was a song back in the 80s but maybe oh they my covered. god okay okay um uh, e- well 
No, it's well, no. well, yeah, yeah, maybe it's it, weed is popping up first, but could be a cover. No, maybe. no, I don't think it is a. Maybe cover. it is their song. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. God, I'm, maybe that's like one of those weird like Mandela effects where like I swear I heard that song like years ago. Oh yeah. But like, <laughs> it's actually brand new. I don't know. I, I've definitely. I've definitely given people credit on the podcast before for covers too, and I've been like, ah, "Man, that's a great song," and they're like, "We didn't write that." <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm I know. Like, it's like, uh, man, yeah, like I like one of your songs. I really love one yeah. of your songs. It's that one. Yeah, that's. So, I've definitely gotten it gotten it wrong a few times before. <laughs> um, how far out there is Missouri from you? I don't know the. Uh, um, I, I haven't. Well. I haven't quite looked. It's it's probably no more than fourteen hour drive. Uh, gotcha. it might be, it might be ten. Ten to yeah. fourteen, I think. I guess that's the thing about being in Texas or just out west in general. Like, you're probably driving what six to eight hours, like on the regular to kind of to get out to. It's uh, anywhere uh, outside of yeah, yeah yeah to get out of Texas. Absolutely, yeah. Like, I mean, luckily, I guess there's there's Dallas, there's Houston, there's there's big cities within Texas. But if you're leaving, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm imagining, yeah, it's about you know to get out west to pass El Paso into uh, New Mexico, then that's uh, ten hours. So I bet it's yeah. the same way all around. Where are you guys going on this next right. tour? Is it like a West Coast leg? Is it like coming out it- east? Or... Yeah, um, it's west. It's it's like we're doing a circular thing with Texas, and then um, passing through El Paso, going to um, I don't think Albuquerque. I think going straight to Phoenix, and then to Salt Lake City, and then to Colorado, possibly L.A. That was a last minute thing. So um, yeah. yeah, it's what I don't know what that is. A little west um, southwest spiral. Gotcha. Yeah, I wasn't sure where TX two was from either. If he was from uh, Colorado. Where... Colorado. Yeah, so we'll end in his city. Yeah, right on. That would be fun. End in Denver or somewhere like that. Yeah, I really hope. Um, I know. I touring is very tiring, and so every I always I feel like I you know got to do it kind of more often to keep our body tolerance or stress tolerance strong. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it's way harder than I I ever thought it would be. Uh, and I and for the people that do it for months on end, yeah. granted they have a nicer bus and they get to sleep more and they get that kind of thing, but it just throws you know yeah I'm sure yeah. if you you you've done it like even driving to any shows like your your rhythm is thrown out off out of the loop a little bit. Yeah, it, I I've never toured extensively at all, but I've worked some crazy ass like shifts at work and stuff like long hours, twenty fours and whatever, and like you just. I imagine it's similar. Like you just don't get like a circadian rhythm going. Yeah, well. yeah, yep. So like can... extra, you just worked out, burned out. If you listen yeah. to anyone on tour and all that stuff, and or working overtime and stuff, it's just like you're just gonna you'll you'll never get burned out. But uh, it's okay. It's part of the thing, and I think there's probably ways that we can just roll roll with the punches and kind of like not freak out about it too much, <laughs> not 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 yeah. burn more energy worrying. Do you have any uh, particular strategies? manage either like the anxiety or the stress or oh i i can't i can't think of anything that i've for sure nailed down but i know that yeah just in general if there's just like so many demands put on me i know that we have to like 
you know, um, stay in touch with our own priorities uh, in our mind, even if we're like, yeah. you know, a lot of a lot of the audience they're like in school and they feel trapped and stuff. But it's just like if you can like keep your in your mind at least in your head, you know what's important to you. Then I feel like that helps you not like freak out about like I'm off track, I'm losing my direction in life, you know. So yeah. that I feel like that probably helps to keep in touch with what is most important. Those things. Eh. I could think of and uh quiet time would be amazing. I love to you know, yeah. need to need to get need to recharge by just being alone. But sometimes that is hard on tour. How many people are uh, in the band with you? Um so this for pr- this particular one will be two other members, so it'll be a drummer and a bassist and uh so it's not real huge. I don't I can't I don't yeah. I've never toured with a really big number of people, so um I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah, I think it'll be helpful in driving and manpower and stuff uh, and probably not to uh, – I'm just going to have a little sign, um, like a whiteboard that says quiet when I need there to be quiet. <laughs> yeah. just, just for this next hour, just a quiet time. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, you play the – you play guitar then or are you on the keys or what are you doing? Um, I'm on the keys singing and synth. So that's what I'm doing, and there's just that, and there's bass, and there's drums, and then the backing tracks have a little bit of guitar flair in it, but uh, being that I can't play guitar for anything, um, we don't incorporate that much into the songs. If we do, I'm trying to make it to where it sounds okay on the back tracks. Like, where's your, yeah. you know, so people are like, where's your guitarist? Was that a tough transition initially, being that you were on drums, or were you kind of always dabbling with everything? I'm trying to think. Um, it was a very tough transition to go. I went from drums to taking time off to lyrics. And so then when I was working on lyrics, I've, I've yeah. had, I've had so many journals of just, you know, just, just venting and just, just low, you know, whatever. It, mm. It's not lyrical. Con- it's not good content. So <laughs> I just, that, that was the hard part is like just trying to, get into understanding that just like digging and digging and digging for the, the clarity. And so that, that was probably very hard. And, um, singing was also very hard. Yeah. That was a real, took a while for me to not, um, be so tense and to uh, have more confidence, I guess. Uh, so I'm yeah. not the best singer, but I definitely have learned airflow and certain, you know, better diction and stuff. And so, and the piano was, it was not as hard. Yeah. Gotcha. Did you ever take uh, vocal lessons? No, no, I did. Well, no. I, I went to one. I went to one. My brother made me go to somebody in New York one time. Nice. And uh, and I feel like I just get the same kind of um, no diss to any vocal teachers. Just from that one lesson, I was like, oh, there's a lot of uh, good stuff online that you can learn from, too. Yeah. You know, like you YouTube, you could just learn anything. Like, I don't even feel like college is necessary for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, definitely. YouTube University, man. YouTube University. That's the modern 2022 YouTube University. And soon, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's the whole thing. Hell yeah. Yeah, I know for me, taking vocal lessons was like one of the most eye-opening things I ever did. I'm I'm glad I did because I didn't ever think to treat singing like an instrument. Because I was always taking lessons for guitar. So with that, it's like you work all day long on like scales and stuff. And then I always just thought, well, you're either like a born a singer or not and some people certainly are but um once someone told me it was like well or you could just work at it and you can get better if you have some technique 
I was like, huh. That is so true. Yeah, that is so true. I, I was I, that's I was told by many, many, many people, you're just not a born singer. And uh, and I'm not yeah. the greatest, but at the same time, it was because of what you're saying. It's like you work at the, you, you try to use your body in for what is good for you. You know, like your your strong points. You're not gonna make it. Yeah. How do you not make it sound ugly? How do you? Yeah. And then the most important thing, of course, is if you feel like you have something to say, which sounds like you do. You know. If you, especially if you started with lyrics for kind of anything. That's cool. Exactly. Yeah. I was, I was always weird. My, that was my only reason to not find a vocalist. I think we thought about it for a while and maybe sampled some people here and there, but it was always like, well, I don't know if anyone's going to mean what I'm writing, but there are some cases like yeah. panic and follow boy. It's like the, you have those trends of people, other people in the band writing the lyrics. And then you have a singer that's just phenomenal. I right. just, kind of doubt i don't know i just had a hard time trusting that yeah yeah you'd have to have a pretty like copacetic relationship with somebody i feel like to write for someone else or sing somebody else's stuff or vice versa i don't know yeah absolutely but uh yeah man um actually zoom's probably gonna kick us off here in the next like five minutes or so um well, that's usually about how long I go for for an episode, anyway. Um, that's good. Something... That's good. You, I noticed you kept them a little shorter, and I feel like that's that's very that makes me want to listen more. And I feel like that's right. You know, like the, there's so many podcasts. Yeah, I'm the same good. way. When I see a podcast that says an hour and change, I'm just like, meh. Yeah, I, know I, I know. It depends how long my drive is. You know what I mean? So I'm like, <laughs> right. if I see one that's like 30 minutes, I'm like, all right, I can get through this. Exactly. But, um, yeah, I was just curious if, like, we didn't touch on anything um, that you wanted to get to, either new stuff, old stuff, or if you just want to say uh, hi to, you know, friends or frenemies or anything like that. Oh, oh did you say frenemies? Yeah. <laughs> I never I never heard that term. So, I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> you just I just, yeah, that's, 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 in, that's cool. Um, uh, okay, yeah, um... Let's see. Well, hello, um, Freak Team and Devlin's for um, I, I po- we're we're releasing a song, uh, Withering Heights, on this Friday, September 9th, and that's the second song of an EP called My Purgatorium out later uh, soon. Nice. And um, yeah, and I and I, I just posted something to them uh, today, um, saying go pre-save and all that stuff. And then I was thinking about it, and I was just like, hey, I just want to say thank you um, to you who've stuck around and you who show up for me and uh and i see you and uh i I don't i i just want to focus on those people so just thank you guys who you know not just the people who are haters or there to be entertained in passing that's fine but i'm really talking to the people who have been uh have believed in me and, and have been there for me and so um shout out to you and uh and just like the team that uh you know i've just i've been with scott waldman my manager for a year and um he, he got me with uh, uh adventure cat records and, and uh you know got me with a good lawyer recently and so um just the the team is very nice um for you guys getting my back so um so that's 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 about it got a release coming up and got some fan shout out got a good team and um just gonna try to keep trekking forward and uh you know, it's very, very tiring, um, but um, just having a change in the process to adapt to um, more demands and more stuff. So, nice. yeah. 
Cool. And then um, is there a particular song you want on this episode? It could be the new one. Uh, it could be the old one. It could be both. Um, what do you think? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, uh, Withering Heights. That one's coming out this Friday. So by the time I'm, I'm imagining you're, you don't, you don't edit this. Uh, it It'll won't be out next Friday. week. Next week, perfect. Probably. Cool. Yeah, so. if you could put on Withering Heights, that song will be out this Friday. Uh, I could text you a link. We have each other's number. Yeah. Um, I might be texting you every day asking for some <laughs> advice. Now, no, just kidding. I won't bother you. Well, maybe book but recommendations. I'll... I can definitely hit you up. Oh, so, right. See what, yeah, yeah. see what you're reading there. Dude, so that's I... very that's a, that's a very good shared common ground. Yeah, I'm a uh, really cool that you knew Siddhartha. <laughs> that's my favorite author. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, well, I appreciate. I, I love you. Have a lot of episodes, and I feel like that's a really good accomplishment. Like usually, when I see a lot of podcasters, it's like they stop at maybe thirty. Or something, yeah. or forty. You you've been going and you kept going and kept going. So I'm like, oh, this guy's got drive. Like it says a lot about you know what you're doing and committed to it. It's Appreciate good it, man. Yeah, I'm just trying yeah. to help out. Uh, you know, our little scene over here, and then obviously making friends uh, beyond. So if I'm yeah. down in uh, Austin, I'll definitely hit you up. Hit me up, dude. I'll be here. We'll go to Hamilton. Go go get creeped out by the <laughs> fish that have never seen the light of day. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those. I've seen those before in the cenotes. Uh, yeah, they're very, very uh, weird looking. That's awesome. Well, yeah, uh, yeah man, uh, it was a pleasure. Thanks again for coming on. Pleasure, and, Brett. Uh, Thanks so much. Maybe we can even have a chat somewhere down the road. Do another one. Absolutely, man. Yeah, let's keep in touch. Yeah. All right. Hello to I'm all the that. listeners. Stick around. This is good stuff. All right. Thanks, man. Have a good uh, rest of your your evening. All right, man. You too. Later. Later. So, yeah, if you made it this far, thanks for listening. Uh, also, thanks to Jeff for coming on the show. The song here in the background is called Withering Heights. So, definitely go check that out if you like it. And, uh, yeah, like I mentioned before, the band is at the Empire Control Room and Garage in Austin, Texas tonight. But, uh, yeah, have a good weekend.